Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. And I'm Brendan <laughs> Levi. You're Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every episode, we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. Except today, because it's time for another tenuous swap episode. Yay. So on our main show, each of us will always recommend a piece of media that is tenuously linked with the film we review on that episode. So now we have forced one of our co-hosts to watch one of our recommendations. So today we will be looking at season one of the musical television series Gallivant, the star-studded mockumentary Drop Dead Gorgeous, and the apocalypse set dramedy Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Off already. So first up the rank is Lucy. She was given the ah! <laughs> <laughs> She was given the first season of the ABC TV show Gallivant. You said I only have to watch six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> By me, who recommended it on our Shazam episode. Gallivant is about a dashing hero who is determined to reclaim his reputation and his happily ever after by going after the evil King Richard, who ruined it the moment he stole the love of Gallivant's life, Madalena. Lucy, I recommended this show to you because I know you like a bit of a musical. Mm-hmm. I know you like a bit of a lighthearted TV show, an easy watch. Mm-hmm. I, you have expressed love for Disney movies in the past, mm-hmm. like the Disney musicals. Uh, and I thought this kind of fits into all of those kind of categories. Mm-hmm. So was I right or did you hate it? <laughs> I didn't hate it. No, I didn't yeah. hate it. What, yeah. What did you think? Can I just quickly rewind? What is the link? How is the link? Um, how did I link Shazam to Gallivant? So the way I linked this, <laughs> Ruh, uh, the way I linked Shazam to Gallivant was the woman that like ran the orphanage in Shazam mm-hmm. starred in a TV show called No Tomorrow, mm-hmm. whose main character was. The guy that plays Gallivant. Okay. Yeah, and it was the show he did after Gallivant. You did a little piggyback one. Yeah. You did the hop, skip, and the jump one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not quite as terrible as like a Brendan one. Yeah. But yeah, not a premium link. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) here's the 411. Yeah. Guys, if I was just watching this of my own, like I found it and I put it on. Yeah. I would have stopped watching after the first episode. Yeah. 
but I'm glad I had to watch it. Yeah. Like, I'm only up to episode six, and I really actually just want to find out what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but like you said, it's lighthearted and funny, and yeah, it's a good time. Oh, good. Uh, I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. Like, is this the first, like, recommendation to you that you haven't fucking hated? From you? From me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You don't like mine either. <laughs> very different people, I've realized. Though I, I still, like, in you my... You say potato. <laughs> in my heart, I I think that you love zombies and you just didn't want to say it on the show. Maybe. <laughs> um, I liked zombies more than this. Oh, really? <laughs> that, I don't mind that. That's <laughs> a win. Yeah. So... Um, that was going to be my uh, one of my first questions. So I said, because with this whole tenuous recommendation episodes, we obviously don't have like hours free to watch our recommendations. So I yeah. said, watch the first six because that's the same mm. length as watching a movie. Yeah. So you will continue and finish the season. Yeah, off. yeah. And I'm in home renovation, yeah. like chaos at the moment. So yeah. I had to like our TV's packed away because of whatever. And I had to, like, really sneak the episodes, like, here, there, and everywhere. And I yeah. just really do wish I could have just sat down and just finished it. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think you'll watch season two? Oh, I didn't know there was a season two. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Depending on how it ends. It actually ends quite sad. Like, it, it closes all the storylines off. I think when they were making season one, they probably thought they were going to get cancelled but they yeah. they even make a reference in it to the last in the last episode um but they made everything a cliffhanger anyway right and then in season two i think they realized now now we were lucky to get they the second season yeah so let's just like give us some closure you've watched this brendan haven't you and you didn't like it i watched the first episode but apparently i needed to watch right how many in how many in and you were hooked um, I wouldn't say I was hooked. I just was like, I'm en- I'm enjoying this. Yeah. It, episode two, I, I was ready to keep going. Mm. I yeah. think episode two definitely has one of the best songs in the whole show. Which is which one? Maybe or not the worst thing ever. Yeah, that was it's, good. Um, it's like this big like love ballad, but they're pretty much just saying like all the awful things they think of the other person, but they're still singing it in the lovey dovey. And the, the kind of the, the message of the song is like, I like you enough that I can overlook all these awful things about you. Look, that's real love. So how many, how many, how many songs is it per episode? About three or four per episode. I like the way I can't, I wrote it down. Which one? Yeah. In episode three, they sing the recap. Like yeah. a previously on it's sung. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and it I just yeah, I think the songs are very clever and they they move the story along and they're always I think the number one goal of each song is to be funny. Yeah. So I think that just makes it such an entertaining, easy watch. And like how many shows write original music? Yeah, it's pretty full on, isn't every it? episode. Glee, in- I think, wrote two original songs in their entire run and this show was doing four per episode. Did they have any like big big hitters like as far as like on the writing stuff for the songs? Um, so the guy that wrote all the music for it is the guy that did all like the Disney musicals. So, yeah, okay. Um, Alan Menken. He's a big hitter to Paul. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you wrote other songs in Little Mermaid. Like, I'm sorry, but that's a big, big deal. But when you say Little Mermaid, what are you talking about? Like, 
part of your world and kiss the girl. So and... he's like a thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, Little Mermaid was made in the eighties. Right. Um, yeah, I think now he's in his late 60s, yeah. maybe. Okay, that was really mean, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, someone else wrote the lyrics. I don't recognize the name. I probably should have put some research mm. into it. But, um, yeah, uh, there are some uh, famous cameos in there in the show as well. Yeah. Were you surprised by... By Ricky Gervais. I was, Ricky Gervais. Was like, How'd they get Ricky? I don't really like him, but he. I did appreciate his character. <laughs> weird, yeah. Weird, sorry. Weird Al. Weird Al. He gets I a really, song and dance. I number. really appreciated the Weird Al. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get interested. I'm like, they're pulling yeah. like Weird Al. I, I, I wrote Gervais. down here. I wrote down here after the first episode. So far, I'm not 100 percent in. If I was watching for my own enjoyment, I probably stop. Pilots can be tricky, though. You know the way sometimes pilots are just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we sweaty, need to set this schlocky, up and, yeah. yeah. How much time yeah. do we have? What yeah. can we do? Yeah. Like Tina, Tina Fey says she hates the pilot of Thirty Rock, and it's like it's Thirty Rock, you know, like yeah, you yeah. love it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to say I guarantee you will like it, but I think this show at least deserves a second shot mm. because one for how ambitious it is, like it. Two, there's just nothing else like it on TV. Well, I kind of thought, what's that TV show that you like that's old-timey? That's, oh, like like Dirk Gently? With Natasha Leggero. Oh, and another, oh, period. another period. Yeah, it's sort of like that with songs. Is it? It looks like it's Disney. <laughs> um, it's rude, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's qu- it can be right quite... Like, everything's a double entendre yeah, in the show. Yeah, it's rude. Like, everything's a double yeah. entendre. How many episodes? So, many the episodes? first season's eight, and the second season's also eight. And they're all 20-minute episodes. And how many until I'm enjoying myself? <laughs> I would give it... Two and three a go, and if you're still if you're still not on board, then give up. Weird Al comes in at five, and Ricky Gervais Ooh. is six. Uh, uh. But watching <laughs> the first season is like basically a movie length. Like, a I, long yeah, movie. they're short. It's short. I, I had a friend who like told me about this the show, and he was like just talking out like the philosophies of things, and I'm just like chewing it up. I'm just like, oh man, like this. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. And, and then it was like, how I met your mother, and you're like, dude. Now, what was it? <laughs> no, no, it was like this anime or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm actually really interested. I really want to watch this. And everything you're talking about is like just brimming with me. And all of a sudden he he's like, yeah, like you got to watch it from like, give it four seasons and then it starts to get really oh, good. And I was like, four seasons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not that much of no, a time commitment. No. It's a very easy watch. Um, And like I liked, there's a few like, you know, spins on the normal thing. Like the whole thing is that Galavan is like trying to win his woman back, but like she chose not to be with him because she wants to have nice things and live yeah. in a castle. Yeah. And I think like the evil king... He's really camp. He's my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, he and apparently he's like the loveliest guy on earth, and he just um, beat cancer as well. So yeah, right. Yeah, um, and you know who else I love that's in it? Yeah, um, is that Lockstock guy? I don't know his name. Oh, uh, Vinnie Jones. Yeah, I just love him. I yeah. love that he's in it. <laughs> yeah, and even gets to like sing a few bars by the end of the season. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So this is a time for like Brandon to shut the fuck up. What did you think of Joshua Sass, who played Gallivant? He's the most beautiful man alive, He's right? He's very handsome, yes. Yeah. Why would I have to shut up? I don't even know who this guy is. Shut up. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I could just stare at him doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, he's actually just taken... So he's married or boyfriend of or married to Kylie Minogue in real life. Oh, really? And um, he's just... After his next show after Gallivant also got cancelled, No Tomorrow, uh, he just stopped acting and now he just like travels around the world doing humanitarian stuff and also and lives off is, he's like obsessed with poetry and all his Instagram is is just like poets quotes and like screen grabs of like pages of poetry. Okay, so I don't know if I love that though. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I, I would poetry. prefer that he was like continuing to be shirtless in TV shows. I but... love poetry but I'm not screen grabbing, although I've, there would be one on my Instagram. <laughs> You're practically the same person. They're not, though. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I want him to come back. I I just fell in love with him in yeah, his show. Yeah, that's so brutal. Yeah. But he spat out. <laughs> I spent that whole time trying to think of puns. <laughs> I wanted to say, hmm, sounds like Fever's really got him good. What? <laughs> is that supposed to be a Kylie Minogue thing? Is that, is that one of her songs? But Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So, it's Mardi Gras coming up, so. <laughs> Did you think this was better than Shazam? No. Uh, Shazam's are such a good time. We I rewatched Shazam recently. Adrian, yeah. like, obviously we saw it at the cinema together and yeah. uh, Adrian didn't get to see it, so I rewatched it and so fun. Like, I'm, I really hope. When's number two coming out? Uh, they have set a date, but it's not till, I think, next year. Right, so it hasn't started filming or anything. Yeah, they're spending time on it. That's do you yeah. what? Do you like better? I would have to say Gallivan. Like really, so I've re like I very rarely rewatch TV shows nowadays. Like because there's just so much time. new yeah. content. And but how I've, do you fall asleep if you don't watch like a safe TV show that you've seen a million times and you know the outcome, and so like your brain quietens I, I down do, and you i read before bed no. but usually i'm watching like a tv show that <laughs> Paul, i it's us <laughs> we're not we're not a tinder date tell us the truth <laughs> a lot of i the... read before bed what an asshole <laughs> Is it, who was it what was a celebrity that was like at their movie premiere and they asked her what her favorite movie was and she's like uh i don't watch me oh it was fucking from um folk now stars Shining, shining, a ding dong. Oh, I hate that shit. Yeah, they're like, "What's your favorite movie?" And she's like, "I don't watch movies. I read." (laughs) And everyone like dragged her for it. White hot rage. (laughs) I am like, "Be good or be gone, girl. Get out of here." That is, I've never. Hence why I'll never call her what her real name is. I don't even care how to learn how to pronounce it. Yes, I love Big Little Lies, but yeah, um, yeah, Shyamalan and Ding Dong, you're out. You know that it's funny. Like, there's some celebrities that you like, and then you see what they're like in real life, and it changes your opinion or vice versa. Kind of like versa. the Taylor Swift effect or the Anne Hathaway thing. It's just like, like I had the opposite thing with Megan Trainer, where I always hated Megan Trainer. I don't like her music. I don't like I don't like the message of her music all the time because it's all very like aggressive, overly aggressive. Mm. And then um, just because she's all about that bass. <laughs> and then uh, she recently did like this interview where Hilary Duff interviewed her. Oh, here we and go. And she's like fangirling over Hilary Duff so hard that now I Hillary love Hillary humanized her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, but then, like, opposite for fucking Billie Eilish, who said she didn't even know who Hilary Duff was. So, fuck Billie Eilish. Okay, but Hilary Duff... Billie Eilish is 17, so... No, like, you sh- as a musician coming up in the industry, you should know who, pa- like, paved the fucking way <laughs> for your career. So... She should know who, like, Sinead O'Connor and, like... I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> Hilary Duff didn't pave the way for Billie Eilish. <laughs> Hilary Duff is like, you should know who Miley Cyrus is. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Disagree. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right. So next up. We've got some conflict in there just yeah. at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, next up is Brendan, who has given the film Drop Dead Gorgeous by Lucy, who recommended it on our Hot Chick episode. In Drop Dead Gorgeous, a small town beauty pageant turns deadly as it becomes clear that someone will go to any lengths to win. So, Lucy, why did you recommend this to Brendan? Because I thought it was really odd that he hadn't seen it. Like, I just thought it would be something that you'd enjoy. And um, it's a good movie and I just wanted to spread the love. So, Brendan, did you enjoy Drop Dead Gorgeous? Yeah, what a good time, eh? Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> Yay! I don't know if anyone's liked any of my recommendations. Uh, I, yeah, I would say I've enjoyed some, but this one was, like, really me. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. myself yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of good jokes and stuff. Were you like, I can't believe I've never seen this before? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 uh, I think I was saying the last time we were tra- chatting about it, like, I remember it sort of being at the video store mm. and being like, oh, that, that looks like something I did. I'd do. Yeah. And just never, never happened. You and know? like Paul said in the intro, it's such a great, um, like there's so many people who went on. Oh, how yeah. many people are in this movie? Every time <laughs> yeah. there's a character, I'm like, yeah. it's that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like certain, hopefully in the next, you know, five, 10 years, we could say there's multiple Academy Award winners. Out of that lot. Out of that lot. Yeah. Like, Fucking give Amy Adams an Academy Award already. Yeah, one day. She'll get there. <laughs> but, you know, we've got Alison Janney's got one and finally. Mm. Um, Kirsten Dunst, it has to happen. Yeah. Like, she's on the path there as well. Mm. So, Has I mean, she won any like, big awards for te- the TV she's done? Yeah, she's won Emmys and Golden Globes and yeah. stuff. But, yeah, the Oscar still needs to happen. Just that dead deadpan humour. There's, like, some joke that, like, almost went by me and then I hit me. Like, the, the girl who died riding the tractor talking about how she, like, the vibrations help her think she likes to take it for a ride. And then later on, it's like, oh, she must have died because she was, like, smoking a cigarette. It's like, no, she always smokes her cigarettes after, right? <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Just, like, lots of little quick uh quips and stuff yeah. like that just made me like yeah i was i was i was having a great day yeah, yeah I, that's awesome i rewatched it just so that um because i hadn't watched it since it came out in 1999 whoa i um, thought you would have like owned it on dvd paul yeah i'm i don't know why i didn't yeah. um but watching it i'm like brendan there's no way brendan's gonna not <laughs> oh, like thank this God. i'm actually like it's, it's cool that you hadn't seen it so i could recommend it Mm, like, yeah, yeah. Just that. I love that humor where you just give people enough rope to hang themselves, sort of thing. Like, there's mm. just these characters, yeah. and you let them talk, and then you laugh because they're just these the most smartest. <laughs> um, and I just love this is like quite early on in Kirsten Dunst's career, isn't it? Well, I mean, she did start off very young. Like, I guess, but this is like a kind of like this is when she out. was like. So I think within the same time period, she had this dick and bring it on yeah. like three 
fantastic yeah. teen movies. Like you can't really get mainstream cinema released teen movies that are better than those three. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and for her to do them all in the row. I really wanted to see the one woman show of Soylent Green. <laughs> <laughs> it is people. <laughs> what did you think of the film as a piece of um, like mockumentary filmmaking? Did you find it believable enough? The shots and everything that yeah, we were getting? No, that that definitely didn't hold up quite as well because oh. there's a lot like like uh, I guess like when you watch something like I don't know like American Vandal is probably the most recent thing I can yeah. think of where they did it really well. Yeah, like. Just a lot of shots are very set up and the like the shaking of the camera. Like and and that's all fine because I was having a, a good time, you know. But yeah, there was but I think that's just how I look at things now. I was gonna say yeah. I, I, that you watch it with a different lens, which it's... is uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, exactly. The only bit I found distracting the whole film in terms of that was there's one scene where Ellen Barkin is in the hospital room with Kirsten Dunst and then they tell the camera crew to leave the room. So the camera crew leaves the room and then they're peeking around the corner, but then halfway through the scene, then it just cuts back and it's back to like close-ups of Kirsten Dunst's yeah. face. Yeah. And it's like, and there's like things where like they, they leave a room and they're still like perfect, like, they're walking around with a boom mic, but you're still getting like perfect sound from like other rooms and stuff. Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> um, like I said, it didn't it didn't bother me. It was... Again, I can't remember how did I recommend this film? Uh, was it was it was it the the girl that won in the yeah. previous year? The anorexic girl that yeah. was some, in the wheelchair. That was some bleak. What was she in? Uh, she was in Hot Chick. She was, she was one, one of the yes. friends. friends yeah. yeah, it's funny though. I could have recommended this a few times. It's got Denise Richards Denise in Richards, it. Richards, yeah, Ellen Barkin. Ellen oh, Barkin. Yeah, Ellen yeah. Barkin. Yeah, yeah. Multiple movies that yeah. we've done. She's double hot. Yeah. Um, there you go. Even more pre- prestigious than the Oscar right there. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy really? just looks blankly. No, I that? just had to compute what you were saying. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. What did you think of Denise Richards in this film? Because obviously the last film we watched her in, she was like a zombie woman who didn't even look like she was who she is? present yeah, on yeah, set. Yeah. Like, I found that it was night and day, her in this film, compared to her in Christmas Trade. Like, it was two different people altogether. Yeah, she gives off a very, like, scary vibe character who, yeah, whereas... I feel like lots of personality and yeah. I feel like you can see that she's enjoying, still enjoying her job. Yeah, at, yeah, at this doing point. this role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas it, that Christmas trade, it was she was like <laughs> gritting her teeth the whole time. Like she hated it as much as we did. But maybe like <laughs> also the material she was working with, like she did, she wasn't dancing. Around yeah, but I mean, the I, feel, I, <laughs> I feel like she had to, she had to say yes to that movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of the humour, I think, would never fly. Now? Now. That was in De- Drop Dead Gorgeous, especially the character played by Will, Will Sasso, um, who was like the um, 
special needs son yeah. of the the hardware store owner. Yeah, a lot of lot of R bombs for a lot of R bombs. Yeah. Like I don't, I can't remember seeing another movie with this <laughs> many R bombs yeah. in it. And and also watching, I was like, so you, you, you everyone's everyone's watched Parks and Recs. Like the way mm-hmm. they treat Jerry is the way they treat. <laughs> The, this guy in the movie yeah. yeah and it's like wow like they really hate him <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it also it was very very much gave me tropic thunder vibes and i'd like to to know what will sasso now thinks looking back at this <laughs> role if he cringes watching it or not yeah i'm sure like i'm sure a lot of people that's 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 just I guess how you grow, like mm. you know, they they. I'm sure they didn't think anything of it at the time, but you reflect and and I think the uh, yeah. the yeah. Uh, the white girl that's adopted by the Japanese parents. I felt like that joke would definitely not fly nowadays either. And I think that was probably like the least funny of all the girls in the film. Yeah, that storyline yeah. resonated the least. It was probably the most unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, but. The, it's the strength of this film. There's just so much comedy gold that, like, you can easily overlook the, the parts that have aged because yeah. there's just it's there's just so like it's wall to wall jokes. Yeah, mm. and they're not hit you over the head jokes. They've all they're yeah, all like very Brendan clever. Said there. Yeah, yeah, there's some yeah some great like uh you know uh slapstick and stuff, but a lot of it's just the. The like the you just gotta listen to what they're saying and otherwise you'll miss it sort of thing. Yeah. So last year the Met Ball, the category that everyone had to dress up was camp, and there was a lot of like criticism for what camp is, mm. and I feel like they should have just handed a DVD out with the invitation <laughs> for this film because this is camp. Yeah. This film is gay culture. It might not have any gay characters <laughs> in it, but this film is gay culture encapsulated into her. I think, yeah. I, well, I was going to say, actually, I think another part of it that really, um, I that made me appreciate it is um, I film a lot of uh, like performances for like dance schools and stuff and just seeing the culture and stuff around that. Yeah, it just like, the people I meet and stuff it sort of reminds me of characters. It's real, yeah. But but there's also um like yeah, they're poking fun, but I also feel like they do have a bit of heart in it as well. It's mm-hmm. not like mean yeah. and, and like they, they do have characters that you enjoy uh, their personality despite this crazy thing that they're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you you are on board with Kirsten Dunst's character. You want her to win yeah, you love that character. I just love the tap dancing and the, yeah. Yeah, and everyone so going nuts. And great, stuff, yeah. yeah. So uh, did you enjoy this film more than The Hot Chick? Oh, I, I reckon, I reckon, it's a, I reckon it's on, on par. I would say it's on par with Hot Chick. If you enjoy Hot Chick, I reckon you definitely watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. I think it's... What do you like better? Mm, that's you really You're going to say Hot Chick, aren't you? No, I think I'm actually going to go yeah, Drop really? Dead Gorgeous, well. yeah. I reckon I reckon Drop Dead Gorgeous, but I just watched it, so I didn't want to say that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. And we all loved Hot Chicks, so that's really yeah. It's high praise. Good times. Yeah. I think this is like Brigsby Bear level of recommendation for yeah. Taylor Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll yeah. have a little applause thing. Yeah. Just going there. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad this episode forced me to rewatch it because, as I was saying before, I rarely rewatch things anymore, and I really have to because. 
you forget like i forgot most of this film but again how do you like feel safe if you don't watch anything that you know the outcome of i don't how do you like (laughs) how do you unwind i can't understand that there's just so many shows like i feel anxious about how many shows i've got on the back burner that i need to get through No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I, Do you rewatch things, Brendan? No. If I, if I want comfort, I eat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Why not there have with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eating and watching something. Oh my god. <laughs> and just going numb. Oh. All right. So finally, we have me, who has given the film "Seeking a Friend for <laughs> the End of the World" by Brendan who recommended the film on our Prelude to a Kiss episode. I wonder which one I like more. Um, <laughs> as an asteroid nears Earth, a man finds himself alone after his wife leaves in a panic. He decides to take a road trip to reunite with his high school sweetheart. Accompanying him is a neighbor who inadvertently puts a wrench in his plan. So, Brennan, why did you recommend this film to me? Uh, just because I wasn't going to play your game and... Uh... I think, you know, you, you, your life's full of all these bright and shiny things. You needed to, like, dwell on your mortality for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> What's my game that I play? Oh, wait. You know what the game is. <laughs> Do I? I don't yes. know. I don't know what you're referring to. Uh... <laughs> so, no, I, I, you know, all jokes aside, I, I do think it's a good movie. I think you might have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely a, a bit of a downer as, as well as being a good movie. So that's a bit of a, a different spin to what, you know, Disney <laughs> products you shove down your gullet. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I would like to reiterate that I do not just watch Disney movies. You do, and you hate all the art house films I've <laughs> ever did. recommended yeah. to you. This is so. nice. He deleted, he deleted Netflix. He was like, I'm only watching Disney+. Plus." <laughs> not after the shit they're pulling with Lizzie McGuire reboot right now, I'll tell you that. Um, oh, you're really going to boycott Disney+. Plus. I'm, of- I'm going to send some sh- strongly worded emails. <laughs> do you want to ask me um, the connection? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to do that. Uh, was, I want to know, Brendan. Tell me. It was the catering company. <laughs> what is that real? No way. It was. It was the. It was the, uh, the auditor. The auditor of the film. But how do you? But they what? also had the same caterer. Who's the as well. auditor? How do you know about auditing or catering? Uh, it's, it's listed on it's IMDb. Listed on IMDb. And it's really the same. Yeah, it's the Ooh, same. Oh, I'm going to try that. <laughs> no, don't ruin the show. <laughs> All right, so what did I think? What did you think of... Uh, what did I think of... The catering. <laughs> the catering was top-notch. Um, what did I think of seeking a friend for the end of the world? Um, it was okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Like, I watched it. I don't think I'll ever rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Like, great cast, but the Steve Carell main character, I was simultaneously finding him relatable and completely not relatable at the same time. Like I was finding it hard to connect the to duality him. duality of man, sir. <laughs> I was uh, like, he has that whole kind of stoic, doesn't want to connect to anyone, which is like, it makes sense for the situation that he's in, but didn't make him the most endearing main character. And then Kira Knightley's character, who did have a lot more personality, 
was very manic pixie dream girl to the extreme. She like, very much is, yes. Like the most manic p- pixie dream girl <laughs> since uh, 500 New Days girl? of Summer. Yeah. <laughs> like she, every cliche, it's her to a nutshell. Yeah. But yeah, and, you know, it has like a few side, like, because it's a road trip adventure and a few of the stops uh, are interesting. Like, they end up uh, getting a ride from someone who's paid a, an assassin to assassinate him. And then um, they go to this, like, restaurant where that turns into an orgy. And, like, this, but then, like, all that kind of wacky stuff is always butting against this super serious end of the world got to find love before so I don't die alone storyline going on. I think I was appreciating the film when it was kind of looked like it was going to embrace him accepting that he was going to die alone. And then (laughs) when the film turned into like, no, life is meaningless unless you don't die alone. I was like, well, that's not where I am in my life right now. So <laughs> I don't think I need this. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> but yeah, like cool cameos in it. Patton Oswald, Rob Corddry, Amy Schumer, TJ Miller. I don't know if we're allowed to like him right now. What do you do? Who is he? Uh, he's from like, oh, yeah, Silicon no, Valley. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And Britta from Community was in it. Gillian, Love Britta. Gilly, yeah. Gillian Jacob. Yeah. Um, Adam Brody, I really like. I think he's underrated and whenever he props up and stuff. He always makes me laugh. Um, another Shazam connection. You could have connected this with Shazam, but you didn't. <laughs> That's how you make a connection, Brenda. <laughs> Well, it's interesting. Like, I was like, I'm going to try, I'm going to try a different pace. I'm going to choose a film that isn't highly regarded but i had a a connection with yeah so this is one of those films where i was like i don't actually know if people will enjoy it i feel like i was in a place where i was like particularly like this whole question of your mortality and like blah blah blah. and so i feel like i it was like at the right time that it it grabbed me have Um, you seen melancholia oh with kirsten dunce yeah Yeah, and the moon oh yeah yeah some bleak stuff yeah what do you think of that uh um i guess this to me has because it has that um like this laughing in the face of oblivion sort of tone to it Mm -hmm. i think i enjoy it more to Mm. just dwelling and yeah that that sort of sitting on you kind of thing. How did you feel about this film's depiction of the end of the world in terms of how people would react to it? Did you feel that it felt genuine? No, but I didn't... I don't... Like, from this film, I don't think I wanted that because mm-hmm. I guess I just feel people are horrible and it will just go down horribly. Do you, What do ha- you think? Yeah, I mean, people just went along with their daily lives a lot more than I feel like... I think... Like, people are still going to their jobs. Like, I feel like that would be the first thing to go. But I feel like that's, yeah. that's the the, t- the tone it takes. Mm-hmm. And also the message. Like, you're saying it's about find- like finding someone to die with. Yeah. But I feel like it's saying, like, it's just more about contemplating what you're doing now. Well, you can come and die at our house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Like, so, like, there's that guy who's, like, mowing his lawn you know the last day before and it's like you know yeah but someday is going to be your last day so like why are you mowing your lawn in the first place like those sorts of things i I enjoy because i'm like why well because maybe that's something i enjoy is maintaining my lawn i don't but you know yeah and so the lawn thing i can get but showing up to an cigarettes for show (laughs) (laughs) 
I I get the mowing the lawn. I don't get showing up to an insurance job that you clearly don't enjoy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But isn't that isn't that Steve Carell like his character? But there's other people at that workplace. There's like ten people rock up. But but once again, including that's, uh, Rob Hubel. I feel like that's the cameo. point. That's the point. Is like like these are the sorts of things we do now, and we are gonna die one day. <laughs> So, yeah, not to dwell on it, but you know that's, yeah, that's but it's what like, I you know how Jerry Seinfeld's like, you'll never work a day in your life if you love what you do. It's like someone still has to sell insurance <laughs> and like fucking take out the trash. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but if you're if you can be at peace with what you're doing, like I said, like if you're mowing your lawn and you're loving it, and it's the end of the world, and that's what you choose to you keep doing because you like it, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, further proving that Paul only likes happy, shiny things. <laughs> Just fucking recommend me a film about singing zombies. There's got to be another one out there. <laughs> no, if you're going to punish us, we're going to punish you right back. All right. You like the thing I recommended to you this week. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's like one. you have to like one of our movies one time. Well, have you guys liked any of mine? Like apart from Galavant today, what are the other ones Akira. you made me watch? I got given Akira. Oh, yeah, you I got... love Akira. What about mine? That you've recommended to me? No, no. That the, I've you, recommended yeah. to you. I've recommended to you mm. Zombies mm. SPF eighteen. <laughs> like why? Why That's would it. she? <laughs> zombies SPF eighteen and Galavant have been three. But do you see? Do you see <laughs> the trend, Paul? Like, do you see what we say about you? <laughs> Do you see? <laughs> and Brendan, I've recommended him Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> You're a grown man. <laughs> um, and Missing Link. I've only recommended two to you so far. Oh, and Akira. And Akira, yeah. See, yeah. Akira's your only, that's your that's only most, street yeah. cred. <laughs> All right, you know what? Next one's going to be like this super serious film and you're going to have to suffer through it. <laughs> But it, it's not going to be, though. But it will be. You, you might have see. changed you your need mind. to have recommended it. I feel like I've when the podcast started, you, you did try harder to, like, what's that one you recommended? It was, like, in all the different times and all the... Cloud Atlas. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, it has to be Cloud Atlas. It was it? really... You said it was really beautiful. It wasn't Cloud Atlas. It, like, got made over lots of years. Ah, oh, The Fall. Yeah. Ah, oh, the fall. Come on, Paul. You've seen the fall, haven't you? Where's I thought your... I recommended the fall. No, no I did. Paul. I recommended all of Tarsem's movies. Well, I will. See, second that's it. where. Where's that guy gone? <laughs> he also directed Mirror Mirror. <laughs> no, Would you I'm like talking that? about you, the guy that recommended them. What's Mirror Mirror? <laughs> the um, the Snow White no! one with, Jul- with Julia oh. Roberts. <laughs> but did you like it better than Prelude to a Kiss? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Um, it's rude that you even thought about it. <laughs> I definitely laughed more in Freely <laughs> Just in that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> if that scene didn't happen in Freely Kiss, we wouldn't have anywhere near as much affection. For yeah. It. <laughs> All right, so. Our next tenuous swap, what will we be inflicting on each other? So Who's going first? So, Lucy, you have me. You. Yep. So what are you going to... You're going to watch Man on the Moon and you're not going to like it, but... <laughs> <laughs> are you really think I won't like it? No, yeah, I don't think you will. Why don't you think I'll like it? Because um, you'll say that there's no one to identify with. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but like, it's a you very. You're sh- allowed to like recommend films you think I like. It's you a very short life. list. What am I going to give you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's something I haven't seen. Poetic justice. You don't like that either. <laughs> 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 Plus, I think it'll be funny to make I Brendan watch Poetic Justice. <laughs> oh, seen, is this how it is? You I haven't seen The Wackness. I haven't seen... You won't like The Wackness either. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be too slow-paced for you. <laughs> Brendan, what are you inflicting on Lucy? Um, You say, have you got one? But say it, because I'm going to say it at the same time. What you think you're going to recommend? I want to be mean, or if I want to do something nice. And well, so, I feel like I gave you Drop Dead Gorgeous and you liked it, so maybe we'd be nice to each other this week. But you've been really making fun of Bubble, chasing bubbles. So <laughs> I was thinking I'd make you watch that. But no, I'm, I'm gonna ready. I'm, ready. One, two. two. Three. Dave, Dave made, made a maze. maze. Yes, oh my I God. knew it. I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> as soon as, when I was looking through the list, I was like, this is going to be the one. How did you know that? I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be like a Brigsby Bear type thing. Like, I'm probably going to really like I, it. I won't hold it to that same regard, but I definitely will say you'll have a great, like, it'll yeah. be a good, fun adventure. Yeah. So. Um, well, I'm glad because I want to watch that, so I'll just And watch that's it. the other reason I have, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You get a with Paul. This isn't fair because you just recommend the good ones to Lucy and then I watch them anyway and then you give me shit ones. I don't give you shit ones. What are the shit ones? I don't know. (laughs) Um, So what does Brendan have to watch? All right. So I'm going to be mean to Brendan and give him money away. (laughs) (laughs) Since that's what's apparently expected of me. You're like a a witch from a... Cartoon. <laughs> no, Paul, we're not saying that you give us things on purpose that you know we hate. We say we hate all your recommendations we're just anyway. Everything that See, you like, we you're don't. not doing yourselves any favors. Cadet matters. Kelly is coming up, isn't it? <laughs> no. Um, Brent- <laughs> Brendan, you not. Don't give me, please. Don't give me that stupid fucking. What was it? It's like for some foreign take on no, on no. the high school musical. Whatever. No, 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 no. El Not El <laughs> You will be watching Status Update. <laughs> Fuckhead. <laughs> 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 Where guy gets a magical phone and every fucking <laughs> status update he makes comes fucking true, starring Ross Lynch and the Fat Jewish. Enjoy. It's the Fat Jew, not the Fat Jewish. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's Enjoy <amazing>. that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Be nicer to me next time. <laughs> Shit. So, everyone looking forward to next ten years. <laughs> I'm just thinking of how busy my schedule is, <laughs> and I have to fit this bullshit <laughs> into my. Schedule. I had to watch episodes of Gallivant at six in the morning before I went to work. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's it for another tenuous swap episode. <laughs> Things got weird. <laughs> uh, until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. I was Brandon Levi. I was going <laughs> Review us on iTunes. See bye. ya. Bye. bye.
The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.